Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Mama Business Podcast. Today, I'm so excited to have Rachel Fernandez from the Stress to Refreshed podcast joining me to chat about how to build stress resiliency as a mama and a business owner. Rachel is a Jesus-loving, messy bun-wearing, work-at-home mom to two under three. After a lifetime of anxiety and stress affected her fertility and caused a devastating miscarriage and mental breakdown, she discovered the beauty of holistically healing her anxiety from the root. She now coaches other moms on how to heal their anxiety by nourishing their bodies, creating systems of self-care, and finding the joy of a faith mindset. Today, we're chatting about ways to help your body feel safe so that you have enough energy to avoid failure, what to do to decrease your negative responses to stress, and how fueling your body can make all the difference. And I have to say that she gives a challenge at the end that has already made a world of difference for me, so you won't want to miss that. Without further ado, let's jump into this interview. Well, hey, Rachel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited to be here, Sarah. I know that my listeners just got a chance to hear a bit about you, but I'd love it if you could chat a bit about how you got started with your business and essentially how it's become what it is today. Absolutely. Um, So I, as you've said, I'm the host of the Stress to Refresh podcast. I am really, really passionate about helping moms just heal their anxiety and stress from the root, really teaching them how to listen to their bodies and, you know, build systems in place that are going to help them do that. And I got into this because when I was, well, I've dealt with anxiety my whole life. (laughs) So, but it really came to a point and came to a head when I was trying to get pregnant and my husband and I were trying to start a family and we just, it took a lot longer to get pregnant than we thought it was going to. And we then finally got pregnant and then suffered a miscarriage. And then from that miscarriage, just, I just spiraled into a complete and total mental breakdown. And it really looking back, um, kind of once I came out of that, I realized how much my anxiety and stress was impacting my health and my fertility. And so as part of my mental breakdown, I asked for leave from the the job that I was in. I had been at this big law. I had been a lawyer at a big law firm for almost a decade at the time. And I just said, you know, like, I've got to, I got to get out. Like I need, I need to take some time off. So y'all can either let me do that or I'm going to quit. And so they were very, very um, wonderful and said, you know, here's three months mental health leave. Like you take, take your time. And I did. And almost the moment I stepped out and got that kind of stress off of me, um, we got pregnant with my first, um, my daughter. And so that pregnancy, you know, we, I carried it to term. It was just, 
I just could tell that my body like had entered a point where it was like, okay, we're safe. We're going to sustain a pregnancy. Like we're doing what we need to do. And, um, and so really was like, okay, like obviously stress is having more of an impact on my life than I would like. Like I've always seen myself as kind of an anxious person. I don't want to be that. Like what else can I do? And so at that point I really dove into what can I do to support my body and help my stress response to kind of decrease that. And I fell into this holistic, you know, world of how we listen to our bodies, how we learn about our bodies, how we help our bodies feel safe and realized that I really could had I had the natural tools at my disposal to heal that anxiety response from the root. And I did not have to live like a victim to anxiety my whole life as part of my motherhood, which in her motherhood, it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like stress is just a whole nother level when you have tiny children. And I didn't, I didn't want to be the mom that the anxious mom, like I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be the intention of my home. And so then I started applying these things into my motherhood and, um, we got pregnant with my second and looking back now, being able to see the second pregnancy, even compared to my first pregnancy after having even more time to heal and the drastic differences with those births and my pregnancies and just the health issues and symptoms that were so much better. I just was like, I have to tell more women about this. Like there has to be more of a conversation about how we feed our bodies, when we're feeding our bodies, how we're sleeping, how we make this happen as moms to be able to show up more empowered, more in control and more less chaos, more in control, more calm and peace with these tools that we're a lot of times we're already doing this stuff anyway. Like, let's just make sure we're doing it in a way that's not adding more stress to our bodies. And so that's really my story. It was like that whole process of becoming a mom, realizing how many amazing natural tools I had to heal my body and heal that anxiety response and seeing it play, play out over, you know, a miscarriage, two pregnancies, my motherhood, and just the differences it's made in how I show up to life is why I'm so passionate about what I do. That is so important to talk about. I think it is so neat that you are having this conversation, that you're talking about it on your podcast and that you're really educating women in this, because I agree that this really is a very important topic. And it's something that I think that our stories are very similar in a lot of ways, as far as when I started to release the anxiety in my own life, that was the time that I got pregnant as well. After many, many years, my pe- my listeners know that, you know, I have teenagers and a toddler and my teenagers were adopted. And so it's very much a, um, a topic worth ha- uh, worth discussing. And I think it's so applicable as business owners that we talk about this topic as well in relation to our productivity and how we show up as a calm, confident businesswoman in addition to being a mom. So that's why I'm excited to have you here today to chat about that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And just the, the difference in how we show up as any parts of our lives, you know, as a wife, as a mom, as a business owner, like the focus, the energy, just the things that we're able to release when we start giving our body the ability to feel safe and to stop having to go into that dial into that anxiety response with the hormones out of control and just how our bodies live in that fight or flight. Like I know you talk about burnout a lot when we can get past that burnout stage where our stress hormones are on 
crazy, you know, just crazy high, and that's all our bodies can focus on, you know, you're, you're sacrificing focus during your business. You're sacrificing having the energy to create things like your creativity is impacted. Your consistency is impacted. I mean, just so many things that this impacts in how we show up as business owners and moms and the ability to just handle all of the things that we have on our plate anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd just love to know, like, as we're talking through this, like, you're right, like, this anxiety and this not feeding our bodies and all that can definitely lead into the burnout. But what are some signs from your perspective that stress and anxiety is impacting your business or your motherhood? What are some things that you've seen or that you saw in your own experience? Yeah. And it's something that I can even see now, like when I let things fall off the table, when my systems kind of, you know, the wheels fall off. I notice that, you know, I'm showing up, I'm not focused. Um, I don't have the energy to show up to my business time like I want to. I'm not able to get the things done that I that I need to. But a lot of times, like what I've seen, especially before I really started healing this, is the stress that would come from minor things in my business and like, let's say trying to do something new. And like, while that's always going to bring a little bit of stress to us, you know, if we're trying to learn something new, we're doing something new, it's a challenge the way my body would physically respond to those things is totally different when I am supporting it and supporting the stress response versus not. And so the things that you really want to be look be on the lookout for, especially if you have dealt with anxiety or stress for a long time, is things like um, you have no appetite. You're not eating. Like you don't even think about eating during the day. Like you're just so like just, you know, dialed in. Like you're not even listening to your body. You have no idea your hunger isn't even there. Um, you're not drinking water, like just having no concept of what your body even needs throughout the day is a huge red flag. If you're getting to the end of your day and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't even eat lunch or I forgot to eat breakfast and lunch, or like, this is the first time I'm eating and it's been 12 hours. Like that's a huge red flag because you are either not listening to your body or your body has told you for so long that something is wrong, that it just stopped because it knew that, you know, it's not going to get fed or whatever. It's kind of gone into this survival mode. Um, and then another sign is, is just how are you responding to stressful situations? Every, we, we're all going to deal with stress every day, especially as moms. <laughs> like we always have yes. stressful things either with our kids or our business or whatever. It's not easy to, to run a business, to build a business. There's stress with that. But how are you responding? Is it like where it feels like the end of the world constantly? Are you feeling like a victim all of the time where you're like, okay, this isn't work. Nothing works for me. Like this, of course, this wouldn't work out. Like, of course, I screwed that up. Like if you're just in this really negative spiral constantly, that's a really big sign that your brain is in fight or flight because it is doing everything it can to limit any kind of risk in your life. And so business, when we're building these businesses from the ground up, you know, we're, we're running businesses. That's a huge risk to our brain. Like our brain sees that as like, oh gosh, there's a risk of failure here. Like we want to like try to avoid that. If your brain doesn't have the energy to think through the good parts of your business and get past that, if it's just constantly in that negative spiral, that's a really good sign that your stress response is really high because that means that your brain doesn't have the capacity to actually think through the positive things, the good things, the things that you're doing this for, your why, you know, all of those things that we kind of go back to of why are we building this business? Why do we want this? You know, how do we stay consistent? How do we show up for ourselves and our businesses and our mo as a mom? Um, and if you're just constantly feeling like you're in that reactionary mode or a constant negative thought, that is a great sign that your stress response is just super, super high and your body is not getting what it needs. 
Yeah, those great examples. I love that you told all all of that. Um, I think it's interesting that you mentioned the response to stressful and that negative spiral because we definitely get there, don't we? Like suddenly, like the dishes didn't get unloaded and everybody is the worst person in the whole wide world because somebody interrupted mommy when she was doing something or whatever it was, you know? I definitely find that um, when I'm not taking care of myself, I react that way as well. So it's good to Absolutely. It's good to identify it, right? That Because I think that's the first step to being able to make a good decision for yourself going forward and releasing that anxiety. So yes, what are some absolutely. ways once we've identified that, that we can listen to our bodies so that we can perform better just as parents or in business or whatever we're working with? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it really comes back to the bottom line is you want to make your body feel safe. And the way that your body deals with issues, like when you're seeing any kind of symptoms, whether that's hormonal imbalances, like for me, that played out in difficulty getting pregnant, like not being able to carry a pregnancy to term, like how my pregnancies were different, like a much more difficult pregnancy versus a better pregnancy. That's all your body doing its best to reach balance, to reach homeostasis, even despite all the anxiety and stressors that it's dealing with. Um, and so when we're looking at kind of what do we need to do to make our bodies feel safe, it really goes back to there's really five foundational areas that we want to look at. We want to look at how we're nourishing ourselves, how we're resting, how we're moving our bodies, what our environment looks like, and then our mindset. And that's a lot that covers pretty much everything that is any kind of input into your body telling it whether or not it's safe or not. And some of the really easiest ways to start telling your body that it's safe and really start listening to your body and how you show up is how you're feeding yourself and how you're sleeping and how you're resting. And it's not just sleep at night. It's also the ability to take breaks throughout the day and just give your body, give your mind time to, to reset. And that kind of goes into the mindset thing as well. Um, but the best place to start is how are you feeling your body? When we get too busy to eat when we're waking up and we're feeding everybody else in our family before we ever put it, you know, as anything into our bodies, when we're starting off our day with a, a cup of coffee instead of a, a well-balanced meal, all of those are signals to our body that it is not safe. It cannot rely on nutrition and nutrients coming into it, that it desperately needs to be able to keep all of the systems online. And so the first place that we really can start honing in and optimizing is finding a way to wake up first thing in the morning and make sure you're feeding yourself. And this can be pretty simple. I've got lots of ways to do this on, you know, my podcast and stuff that doesn't have to be complicated, but really just giving your body those signals that it's safe. It's feeding it. It's taking time throughout the day to just kind of give yourself a second to reset. Doesn't have to be long. Could be 30 seconds. Can be a minute. Um, tuning into when you have to pee, like, you know, like stuff like that, where you just start really listening to what is your body telling you? And, um, a recent podcast episode I did not too long ago really went into this on like how we just can do a, You can do a quick scan on your body right now, wherever you're sitting. Like, how are you feeling? Are you tense anywhere? Like, do you have a headache? Is your head, is your head good? Are you feeling hungry? Are you feeling full? Like, is your stomach feeling good, nervous, not like, where are you sore? If you're like me and you have a co-sleeping infant, there's always some area of your body that's like some soreness or tightness. Um, but just going like, okay, when was the last time I ate? Am I thirsty? Do I need to pee? Like just starting there, I can just start listening to your body. We'll start giving your body that signal that, okay, I'm paying attention. 
I'm willing to do what I need to do to start listening to what you're telling me in those very simple things every day, you know, and then you can build on there, but that's kind of one of the the best places to start. Awesome. So as somebody is starting out doing this, do you recommend that they like set a timer or something like that, just to remind themselves as they get themselves back into that habit of like, how do you, how do you see this play out practically? I'm just curious. Yeah. And it really can just depend on on who you are and what your day looks like. If you're somebody who is going to like, for example, we have a big communication board in our house. If I need something that I know I need to remind myself on, it's usually going to go on there because I'm going to pass that regularly. I've used timers in the past when I was trying to really train myself to start eat more eating more regularly when I was struggling to do that because I was kind of working alone on certain days on my, my, my oldest at the time was the only kid I had. Oldest was the only one home. And so when she would be gone if I didn't have somebody else I was feeding regularly, then I would set timers to make sure I was feeding myself because it's so easy for us to get focused. Timers can be really helpful. If you have kids at home and you're in charge of feeding them, that's a great place to start. When they eat, check in with your body. Are you hungry? Do you need to eat something? And um, figure out what does your schedule look like? Where are you generally operating throughout the day? Is there somewhere you can put a post-it that's going to remind you to, you know, take a second? Is a timer on your phone going to be the most effective way? Um, depending on how you set up your business, you know, hours, like is, is there, you know, a time after if you're working, working the Pomodoro method or something like, you know, it just kind of depends on you figure out what is the best way to signal to yourself. I need to check in with myself and see how I'm doing, or I need to add in a snack here or whatever and make those steps. It can be whatever is easiest for you to remember or notice. I love those ideas. I love the idea of the post-its. I hadn't thought about doing that for this, but yes, if you're sitting at your desk or anywhere, it's nice to be able to, <laughs> to see that at reminder, just take a sip of water or whatever else it is you need to do. So that's awesome. So I post-its know you talk- are my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I have a whole bunch around, so it definitely makes sense that that would be one of them, right? But anyways, so I know you talk a little bit about stress resiliency. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what that is and how we get that. Yeah. And so this kind of goes back to to what we've been talking about is we are always going to Im- encounter stressful situations. Now, that doesn't say that, you know, if you can do things in your life to decrease your lifestyle, your stress in your lifestyle, do that. Absolutely. That can be really helpful. But it's not just about removing stressors because we are always going to be, you know, encountering some kind of stress, especially as moms. Like there's just things we can't control. And so what we want to do is build our bodies to the point where they are able to show up to those stressful situations in a way that is not, like I said, victim mentality, super negative spiral, reactionary and negative versus being able to respond. And so giving our bodies the tools that they need, that it needs to be able to say, okay, this is a stressful situation, but I still have the nutrients I need to get my systems online. I've had the sleep that I need um, to be able to feel like I'm empowered to show up in this situation. Like when we start taking the inputs that we're putting in our body and make sure we're optimizing those to not add more stress, but decrease our stress is going to help build that stress resiliency. And unfortunately with women, one of the biggest like stressors is how we've been taught to fuel our body and how we've been taught to move our body. And so most of us have been told, you know, decrease your calories, stay really skinny, you know, try to lose weight. And you're doing all of these different diets throughout your life that is signaled to your body. You have no idea how to feed it or when it cannot rely on you for anything. And then when you go to the gym 
or, you know, as moms, that can be a little bit difficult. But, you know, in the past, our idea of working out has been calorie deficit, you know, go as hard as you can do these hit workouts, really just increase the calorie deficit to, to lose weight, to stay skinny. And unfortunately, those are all telling your body it's not safe. And so it's adding more and more stress onto a body that's already like dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress over the course of your life. Instead of looking at how can I move in a way that's going to support me, that I don't get to the end of a workout and I am exhausted the rest of the day, I am completely depleted and have no desire to ever do it again. Like, can I go on a walk and be outside? Can I move with my kids? Like, let's just like get a dance party going on with my kiddos and reset the, you know, whatever, like just get my body moving in a way that's going to rejuvenate me. Can I eat in a way that tells my body, I appreciate food. I appreciate you. And, um, I know how to fuel you. And I, I want to do that. Like, are we eating regularly? Are we eating good nourishing foods that really are, you know, are helping us feel satisfied, giving us the nutrients that we're so desperate for. And so that's really where we look at building stress resiliency is taking things like we're eating, we're already eating, we're already moving our bodies, you know, we're already sleeping. Let's optimize these things to really help decrease our stress and not use it to increase our stress. And so it's just kind of starting in any of the five areas that I talked about, finding things that even you're doing well and saying, how can I just increase it a little bit more and add a little bit more safety to my body and make it feel a little bit more safe so that as it builds up that stress resiliency, things aren't setting you off the rails as quickly and as, you know, immediately as you would be in the past. And your brain is able to actually think through those things and be like, okay, we're not, we're not going to die here. Like it, the dishes didn't get done. It's okay. I realized that, you know, some things happen and we'll deal with it tomorrow. I suppose it is the end of the world. Everybody is out to get me. My entire family is just refuses to do anything that I tell them. Like it's, I mean, we've all been there, right? We've all been in the situation where, you know, we haven't slept well, we haven't eaten in a while. Like, let's just talk about hangry, right? I mean, oh if I don't eat, I get hangry. It's like, like we all do, right? And so it's trying to prevent those situations from happening and really build that stress resiliency. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say, I love having a toddler around because like when my, my girls are older, so when, you know, they eat at other places or whatever, but I don't feel like I get to that hangry stage anymore with my toddler around because he always wants to eat. And so I feel like then I'm like, oh, he's having something. I'll just have a little bit of something. So definitely can see that play out even just in that area. That's really cool. Oh, absolutely. Toddlers are fantastic because they are in tune with their bodies and they have not been telling their body over and over again. They're not going to listen to it. They know when they're hungry. They know what they need to eat. And it's a great place to start. If you have little ones, just be in tune with when they're eating and you eat too. It's a great place to start. Yeah. Love that. Love that perspective. So Anyways, well, I think that this is such an awesome conversation and I'm hoping that the mama business listeners are really just getting a lot out of this and starting to see how they can um, really um, up-level their productivity, show up in a more confident way um, with, you know, not, not feeling like everything is a stressful situation, even when things go wrong. And we know that things go wrong in business too, quite frequently. So it's not just at home, but, um, I would just love to hear you like give us maybe one actionable strategy that you'd like. I know you've given us a lot of action steps today, all the different things, but if you had one thing that you would tell my, my listeners today, what would it be that you'd want them to do going forward? Uh, it's, it's a two part, but one time thing. It's what you do in the morning. First thing when you wake up, 
if you can start getting into the habit of eating something, a good solid balance of protein, fat, and carb, if you're not doing this at all, start small, you know, it can be something like yogurt, but if you can get in the habit of feet, of giving your body something within 30 minutes of getting out of your bed, that is not coffee. <laughs> Not coffee does not count. And waiting to have your coffee until you've had a meal. If you can do those two things and really start giving your body the signal as soon as you wake up that you're going to feed it regularly with protein, fat, and carbs um, in a way that's giving it the nutrients that it needs, you're really going to start seeing your body's cortisol levels, which is when they're coming online is in the morning. You're going to start sending that signal to it. You're safe today. You don't need to freak out at the very beginning of the day. If you can start that habit, it will very easily build on because you'll start seeing your appetite back come back. You'll start seeing, you know, you'll be looking forward to eating. It'll become this habit that's easy and really start getting your body into the mode of not getting out of bed and immediately going to the stress anxiety response. And so that is a great place to start is making, if you're already eating breakfast, then just try to optimize it to where you're really getting a good dose of protein, um, fat and carbs when you're eating it. And then if you're not try to just start eating breakfast within 30, 30 minutes to an hour and don't have your coffee first <laughs> after your meal, you do those things and you're going to start really seeing your body be able to start feeling a little bit more safe and you can build on there. Oh my goodness. No coffee until food. Okay. That's definitely going to be something I'm going to have <laughs> I know. to work on. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a hard one. It's not, I'm not saying you can't have your coffee. I'm just, I'm begging you do your coffee after your food. After the food. Okay. So we have our action step. We're going to go do that. So I have just so appreciated this conversation and having you here with me today. I'd love it if you could just take a moment and let my listeners know where they can get connected with you. Cause I know they're going to want more information on everything that you have to offer. Absolutely. So you can find me over at the stress to refresh podcast. I have weekly episodes, sometimes twice weekly episodes over there where I really try to give you tactical strategies for how you support yourself and really get your brand into that focus and productivity mindset as both a mom. I mean, it applies so much to our businesses as well. And then um, you can also grab my eight daily habits to reduce stress or eat to curb stress cheat sheet. Those are great places to start if you just kind of want to see like, what are the kinds of things that I'm doing every day that I can just optimize to start, you know, really building on that stress resiliency, getting my body in a place where it's going to feel more safe and feel more resilient. And um, then I also offer coaching if you want to go even further, but you can find all of those things over at the Stress Refresh podcast. And uh, it was a pleasure to be here. Awesome. And I'll make sure everything is linked in the show notes so you can find that if you need it. So awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. I've really appreciated this conversation. I have too. It was a pleasure to be on the Mama Business Podcast. Alrighty, Mama. I don't know about you, but I learned a ton from Rachel and I'm so excited that she was willing to share all of that with us. That coffee before food in the morning has been a challenge for me over the last couple weeks since we chatted, but I can honestly say that eating something with the right breakdown of uh, you know nutrients has been a game changer for me and my energy levels and all of the rest. So highly recommend doing that. And I know that putting systems in place in your life, whether that is systems for, you know, food and healthy eating and helping our bodies, you know, not feel that stress, 
um, are so valuable, but so are your systems in your business. By putting systems in place for your business, you are also able to eliminate some of that overwhelm, eliminate some of that stress and not have to guess. And so I just wanna challenge you, if you have not had the chance to sign up for the wait list for the Mama Business Blueprint, that you do that today. You can go to sarahbrumley.com slash waitlist, jump on that waitlist. You're gonna get some bonuses, but essentially it's a six week course I'm teaching. It's all about how to set up your business foundation, your systems, your tech, making sure all the connections are in place so there is no guesswork for you going forward. So I'm offering some awesome bonuses as well. Those are gonna be uh, brought up here in the next week or so. So I'll be talking about those, but you won't wanna miss them. So jump on that waitlist. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com slash waitlist. And no matter what you decide, mama, just know I am cheering you on and I will chat with you again soon. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.